Hello and welcome back to the second tier betting, your specialist pod for punting on the championship. We had a bit of a enforced break over the festive period, but it's a new year. New uh, the championship's just getting back underway this weekend and we're ready to get stuck back into the action. You're joining me, James Cantrell, aka Jimmy the Punt, and professional tipster Matthew O'Regan. Matthew, how are you, sir? Yeah, I'm great, mate. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Did you have a good time in Barbados? Yeah, it was a nice relaxing Christmas, but a bit of a real- reality check back in the cold, but back at it. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's freezing at the minute. That was one of the reasons why we had uh, had a bit of time off over the Christmas period. But this is the second tier betting. And what we're going to do, we're going to give you our three best bets for the championship action this weekend. Hopefully bringing you some winner, some winners. And uh, it's the return of the cheekiest features this weekend. The, I don't know what we're calling it. The Millionaire's Punt Bet. Well, that's back this weekend. We've got some selections for that. So stick around for that at the end of the podcast. But before all that, remember, this is a gambling podcast and gambling comes with serious risk, so please remember to gamble responsibly. So, let's crack on. Matthew, kick us off with your nap for this coming weekend. Yes, I'm going with a nap this time. Uh, Keith Stroud is in charge of the game. It's a Sunderland-Swansea, second half card each, and over three cards in the match at 1.8. So, yeah, as I mentioned, Stroud's a ref. He's given four-plus cards in 15 of his 19 games and averages 5.2 cards a game. It's the two highest carding teams in the league facing each other, both averaging 2.42 per game. Both draw a decent amount of cards, and both teams are about similar level, I'd say. So it should be a tight game, and I can see a bit of needle there, especially with a card happy ref. So I'm happy to take that prize. Yeah, it sounds good. Good, uh, one of the best refs in the league, and two of the best teams for cards in the league. So it sounds uh, perfect. Uh, my nap is from the capital where Watford hosts Blackpool and I'm taking the visitors with a 0.75 head start on the Asian handicap. That's at 1.86 with Bet365. Uh, it'll come up as um, 0.5 slash 1, uh, which, which is the bet. That's just how it appears on site. And essentially that means you're taking Blackpool, uh, half your stake goes on half the goal head start. So that's essentially draw no bet. And your other stake goes on them with a goal head start, and that means you've got the added security that if they do lose by one goal, you get half your stake back, which is a nice uh, nice little bonus. Now, I'll start with the host. Billet's not actually pulling up any trees at Hornets, and given his track record, his credentials with getting sides playing and promoted from the Championship is a little bit surprising, given um, what's it, it, his disposal in the capital. They've only won one-third of their last nine, which is not really acceptable for a recently relegated side. Those wins did come against an out-of-sorts Norwich, Huddersfield, which I'm going to get onto later, and um, Reading. Uh, so, yeah, not not really pulling up any trees. And the bad news for them, uh, Norwich, and crucially for this bet, is their star man this season, Jao Pedro, their standout performer, is, as uh, Billich put, out for a while. So, it's not looking good. Uh, Blackpool, they, they, have been, they are pretty galvanised recently. Uh, and I say galvanised because they've only lost one of the last six and that defeat came against Sheffield United and was, I'd say, undeserved. I was at the game um, and I don't think there was there was too much between the sides. Uh, Sheffield United only generated 0.02 more XG than the host that day. 
the tangerines. So, and and uh, the eye test, I thought, I thought a draw would have been a fair result. Appleton's side also come into this fresh off the four one thumping of Premier League side Nottingham Forest in the FA Cup. So, we're brimming with confidence after that. And they've also secured the signings of Josh Bowler and Morgan Rogers. Josh Bowler from uh, Nottingham Forest on loan and Rogers, Rogers on loan from Man City. These are two familiar faces. The, four, the latter, Rogers Appleton knows very well from the time together at Lincoln. And obviously, Josh Bowler returning to Blackpool. Uh, he only left at the start of the season for Nottingham Forest, uh, but wasn't playing for Olympiacos. So he was only eligible to go on loan to Blackpool and he's took up that option to get some game time and, and he, he he will be a critical signing for the Tangerines given his quality. So I think all things considered, the visitors will be in a buoyant mood and I'm going to side with them to get a result with the added security that, that if they do lose by one, you only lose half your stake. So my nap is Blackpool plus three quarters head start on the Asian handicap, a shade under evens with bet three, six, five. So I, 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 I was going to say I like that price, especially because Watford. I know Billy Trent had the best start, as you said, but he has been dealt a bad hand with the amount of injuries they've had. So, but, but they, they, they injury list is ridiculous against Blackpool. So I could definitely see Blackpool beating them, or even getting anything from there. Yeah, I hope so. I just thought because I, I was tempted to take him. I think they're. I can't remember off the top of my head, but I think they're four point seven five to get a result, and I didn't know if to put that in as my next best, but. Just uh, err on the side of caution and go for uh, for him to get some sort of result. So, what have you got for your next best selection? Yeah, this is uh, Burnley at home to Coventry. I've gone Burnley win and over one goal at two point oh five. We bet three six five, keeping it very simple with this bet. But it's, it's Burnley are the best team in the league. They're five clear of second place, Sheffield United, and fourteen clear of third place. Quite a weak championship, I think. Mm. They're the top scorers in the league with 52 goals in 26. They average two a, two a game. They, unlike other teams, they don't have a clear top scorer. Their top scorer is Rodriguez, who's got nine goals. And that puts him ninth in the top scoring list. But that just shows they've got abundance of goals everywhere. They've got five players in their team with five or more, plus Matson at left-back. So they've got goals everywhere. So there's no not really one key man. If if, if like one of the strikers has an off day, Benson will come in or Matson will score. Brown will so. You can't really stop them. They've won 10 of their last 11. Do you know who their one loss was to in that last 11? They lost Man United in League Cup, didn't they? Or are you, is it just... Uh, about League. Uh, oh, them blades. Yeah, there we go. That's why I asked. <laughs> uh, yeah, 5-2 loss. But yeah, they've won 10 of their last 11 League games. They scored two plus in nine of these, including they lost to Sheffield United. And their last seven home games have seen wins out of this bet land. And not disregarding Coventry, they're a decent team. Not, I can't see them being around the playoffs, but they're certainly too good to go down. They'll be mid-table, but they're, not, they're, they're 19th in terms of away record in the league. And I'd back this bet Burnley pair in any teams. There's no disregard to Coventry. They're just too good, so... Burnley winning over one goal at 2.05 is my next best. Yeah, I love that. I thought, when I was looking, I thought it's a bit strange that Burnley are like uh, five to, that I think they're five to seven at the minute, uh, which which looks like a, a chunk bigger than what they usually are, you know, just standard Burnley at home. But the only, the only sort of re-explanation I could possibly think is uh, Coventry 
not Coventry, sorry. There's, there's been a lot of talk about Burnley running on hot. They're overperforming their XG and uh, they're conceding less than their XGA. I think their, their goal difference is 27, but the underlying XG metrics, the XG goal difference is 10. So that's a 17-goal swing. Uh, and I've heard a lot of talk about that. But like you said, goals come from everywhere. And with the quality that they've got, they're always going to overperform their XG, aren't they? So I don't think it's a case of them overperforming. I just think yeah. it's... It's uh, like you were saying, it's just a case of the unbelievable quality they've got. My next best comes from Hull's game against Huddersfield and it's Oscar Estupian anytime. Betfair and Paddy Power have got that at 15 to 8, so 2.88 in decimals. It's as short as 5 to 4 elsewhere and you can understand why um, when I go into it now. He's got an XG per 90 of 0.49, that's the third best in the league and a goals per 90 average of 0.59, which is the fourth best in the league. He's averaging around 2.5 shots per game. Now, his XG is less than his goals per 90, uh, and you could argue that he's running on hot here, or that he is super clinical and too good for this level, and I think it's it's definitely the latter. The Colombians started, he started the season like a house on fire. He hit the double twice and bagged a hat-trick in his first six league games. But then he went on a really, really barren spell. He only scored one in the next 14 appearances. But he looks to be rediscovering his form. He scored three in each of his uh, last... He scored a goal in each of his last three appearances. And I think the thing that I took away from all that was two things, really. He's a bit of a streaky striker and he's back in form, which is why a shade under two-to-ones... He really piques my interest against Huddersfield, opposition who are the worst side in the division away from home. They've only took eight points from 11 games on the travels and they've conceded 1.6 goals per game. The slight caveat to that is that they have their two wins on the road have come in their last three games. So maybe they are hitting a bit of form. Uh, not form, sorry. Maybe they are starting to to sort of uh, pick, up, yeah, pick up a bit of form really on the road. Uh, but they have only kept one clean sheet in their 11 away from home. So I'm happy to take uh, uh, Hull's star striker, Oscar Stupian, to score any time, especially at the price 15 to 8. Now, we're getting towards the best part of the show. We've got long shots and then we've got the, the millionaires bet. So, Matthew, talk us through your long shot first. Yeah, I think a juicy price here at 9 to 1. I'm going back in on the Sunderland Swansea bet uh, game and I'm doing what Tom Love would call the classic bet. It is uh, both teams to score uh, five-plus corners and both teams to get two-plus cards, which sounds a bit chunky written out like that, but when you see it, when you see the stats, you'll see why. So, um, as I mentioned earlier, the two hardest-carding teams in the league, 2.42 cards per game. In terms of corners, Sunderland averaged four corners per home game, so just shy of the five-plus required, but and they concede 5.33. Swansea average 5.62 per away game, but concede 5.62. So I'm hoping they concede 5 against Sunderland. Um, 50% of Sunderland home games have seen both teams to score, and 69% of Swansea aways. But both teams are high scorers, with both teams averaging over 2.5 goals per game. I'm not one to look at head-to-head, but just for context, early in the season they played, it was a 2-1 win for Swansea. There was, two, there was seven cards with a 2-5 split and a 7-4 corner split, which meant we were one Sunderland corner off, landing it earlier in the season. 
So with the stats I mentioned, the referee, how informed both teams are, and yeah, the head-to-head willing to take a punt at nine to one. Yeah, it sounds good. My long shot, I've got. I'm also going back into a game I've just talked about. It's Watford eight games. Blackpool, sorry, and sticking along symbol lines, I'm taking Josh Bowler anytime, 6-1 with William Hill because it just simply looks too big. It's a couple of points shorter with Betfair and Paddy Power. Now, he's already got through to his name this season for Blackpool. He tops the charts for shots per game by some distance, averaging 3.7. Next best is Yates and Medina, who both average 1.8. Uh, bear in mind, Bowler has played 625 minutes in the Championship this campaign, so it's a fair old sample size. In, in all the other metrics, attacking metrics, sort of key passes, dribbles, uh, stuff like that, he, he's amongst the front runners uh, from open play. So, uh, no surprise if you've watched him to see that the stats do support that the, he is their danger man, their sort of star player. And he, he was the main threat last campaign. He bagged seven times and registered three assists. Now, that's a goals per 90 average of 0.22, which, which literally does. Make William Hill's price of six to one any time, uh, uh, six to one too long. So, if you do think Blackpool are going to get a result, uh, at, obviously they're going to have to they're going to have to score. And I think their main threat at six to one is uh, is too long, and I do fancy him to be amongst the goals. So, millionaire's time. I I, I don't actually know what you've got to do after this, so I'm looking forward no. to hearing it. So it's, um, I'm, bit, I'm so boring. It's the third third bet from this game. I'm doing my bollocks on this game. But my millionaire is 200 to 1. So it's similar-ish to the classic. I've gone five plus corners each. Instead of two cards each, we've gone two, a second half, like two second half cards each. Boost it a bit. Cause that, that landed early in the season. And as I said, I think it'll be tight game. Late need. I can see a few scraps here and there. And then I've gone Perot and Diallo to score as well. So altogether, Perot and Diallo to score uh, two second half cards each and five corners each, and that's two hundred to one. Perot has Perot. Has, sorry, I forgot to add in the reasoning for them. Uh, Perot has eight goals this season and shown his clinical side over the past couple of seasons. And Diallo has six goals in twelve. And as you know, I'm a big fan of his goal scoring price, and it's big again. So I thought, whack it in the long shot. No, it sounds good. You know what's going to happen, though? It's going to be nil-nil, no cards now, isn't it? Yeah, it's going to be nil-nil, no cards. I'm going to have a little saver, save <laughs> a quid on nil-nil, zero cards, just, just to save my dignity. Yeah, cover it. Yeah. I'm going, for my leg of the long shot, I'm going Sean Morrison, goal and card. Rotherham have recently signed him. You can get this at 85-1 to with Skybet, which is... A chunk bigger than Betfair and three six five, but he's still around the fifty to one mark with both of the the uh, bookies I've just mentioned. I'm not sure he'll start. Who scored have not got him in, but personally, I think they're going to chuck him straight in because because the Millers are in in dire dire form and they're just slumping down the division. Uh, in terms of cards, it, is he is eleven to two this guy for a card? And immediately that stood out when I was uh, sort of sifting through the games this weekend because he got eight cards last season. He's got 46 bookings in his career and three red cards. That's league only. So that's 49 cards in 393 domestic appearances. Uh, he's also bagged 44 goals. He's a threat from set pieces. It's not the, he's not the bit. Well, I say he's not the biggest. I don't know if that's because he played a lot alongside Flint for Cardiff, but 
He doesn't strike me as the biggest. Um, he's got goals per night and he averages 0 0.12. And that makes the 14 to 1 available with Sky for him to score any time. Almost two times too large. That's 0 0.12 goals per night over the course of his career. 393 games. Last season, he scored three times for the Bluebirds, uh, which directly translates to a price of seven point uh, seven to two. So, the fourteen to one is ridiculous. I think the eleven to two about him to be booked is is about a point too large anyway. So, two valuable picks, put them together, eight five to one with Sky, 45, uh, 48 to one with three six five. So, uh, I think it's worth combining. Definitely worth combining for the for the millionaires pun. It's also a word on the Millers in general, that like I said, they're in terrible form. Um, but 14% of their goals have been scored by veteran centre-back Richard Woods, which just, uh, Richard Woods, sorry, which showcases the importance of set-pieces, really, when you're struggling to create. And it's no surprise that they're struggling to create with, um, no disrespect, but Connor Washington up front. And uh, they've, got, they've got a couple of strikers uh, injured. Ben Wilds is out for the season now, and he, he was a real creative catalyst. So it's just really, in terms of quality, they've only got uh, Dan Barassa, um, holding up the fort fit at the minute so set pieces it's going to be a real asset for them for the remainder of the season and uh, Morrison is a, is a threat so I'm not sure um, what our two selections combine to Matthew can you just tell me tell me yours again and I'll just punch them in quickly so uh, it was well the odds was 200 to 1 but it was uh, Perro and Diallo to score Two plus second half cards each. Yep. And five plus corners each. It's a thousand yeah. to one on three six five. No, it's two each second half, not over two. So they're like over one. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Whoopsie. <laughs> <laughs> I made that clearer. <laughs> My At bad. least this saves people back in the wrong bet now. Yep. Because uh, this mug's just punched it in wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, sorry. Just do that again. Over one in the second half. Right. Over one in the second half. No, I just got punching the goal scores. Diallo. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Well, two two five now. Oh bloody hell. So the double with three six five is eleven thousand one hundred and eighty six to one. That's worth a bit at least change, surely. <laughs> Absolutely. So that's our uh, millionaire selection. Sorry about the um the punching it in live on air. But before we go, Matthew, can you recap your selections for this coming weekend? Yeah, so my nap is Sundance Swansea, second half card each and over three cards at 1.8. Next best, Burnley win and over one goal at 2.05 with bet 65. Long shot is four, uh, five plus corners each, two plus cards each, and both teams score at 9 to 1. And the millionaire is Perot and Diallo to score over one second half card each and over four corners each at 200 to 1. Beautiful stuff. Uh, my nap is Blackpool with a three-quarters goal head start on the Asian handicap. That's at 1.86 on Bet365 as they face Watford. Next best, I've got Oster, Oscar Estupian anytime, 15-8. to eight. Betfair and Paddy Power, that's in Hull's game against Huddersfield. My long shot, Josh, Josh Bowler anytime, that's 6-1 to one with William Hill. That's back to the game between Watford and Blackpool. And my millionaire's leg is Sean Morrison, goal and card. That's in Rotherham's game against Blackburn. That's 85 to 1 with Sky Bet, but you want to combine our selections really uh, with 365, and it is 11, 
11,186 to 1. Oh, it'd be happy days if that comes in. There we go. We go Barbados. <laughs> I'm down. So, that that's it. I think that's it for this weekend. First weekend back of uh, Championship action for the new calendar year. We'll be back next weekend. There's no midweek football, not that we'll be covering it anyway, but we'll be back next Thursday for next weekend's Championship action. Matthew, thank you. It's been a pleasure. As always. And uh, we'll see you next Thursday. Thursday.